Like you can stand for this twisted, wasted, faded afternoon. So I jumped every stone that I stem because I can't get wet, no. And then the river is still running low. So I'm not worried yet when I'm moving. Cool. All right. We're rolling. All right. Uh, welcome to episode eight of Granted Radio. Yeah. From Santa Ana, California. It's a special one today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today we got uh, Jesse yep. from Broken Stems. Mm-hmm. How do you say your last name? Gallic. Gallic. I didn't, didn't want to attempt to say it. <laughs> yeah. I got it right. Gallic. Yeah. It's got a twist. It's an A-W. Yeah. So those of you that want to Google them. Well, mm-hmm. say it how it's spelled. So. It's a science W. There's no trick there. Yeah. Yeah. Gallic. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. I mean, we've had artists that have come in uh, that, that haven't recorded with us. We have artists that have come in that have recorded with us. You're the first artist that has that has come in uh, that is going to record with us. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is true. Yeah. End of July. Yeah, yeah I'm looking I th- forward to it. Yeah, and I think you, got, you have a pretty big following. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the biggest ones we've had. Yeah. Right? yeah real impressive. Very impressive. Loyal fans. Yeah, Thank you. You guys are busy? Always on the road? Always busy. Yeah, we are um, playing You know, playing as much as we can right now with our busy life schedules and everything going on. But uh, nice. yeah. You guys are a three-piece? Three-piece band. Yeah, we got the... Keyboard and drums and guitar. Yeah, I see. No bass. No, no bass. bass. Bass plays on the keys. Right. Oh. He's real busy. Kind of like he's got his doors, right hand dude. all the way on the right, his left hand <laughs> all the way going. on the left, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. So pretty, pretty awesome. We we actually had a bass guitarist for like three years. We played together, and then yeah. when she left the band, we kind of were like, well, we just released this record. Like, what do we do with with our band? You know? Yeah. And we find another bass guitarist, and then we like got together the three of us and jammed. It still works. And Brad was just like, just killing it on the uh-huh. bass lines. And, like, and we were like, dude, like we still have this really full, awesome sound. And, and it's I been agree. really fun. Yeah. yeah, that last song with the, in the living room, or someone's living room with the, with the camera just with one shot. Oh, yeah. Uh, heavy in the head. Or heavy in my mind. <coughs> heavy on yeah. my That's mind. That's a really good song. Yeah. So there's no bass. Th- I mean, the bass is on the, on on the, the keys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah real cool. impressive. Mm-hmm. Very Doorsy sound. Maybe that's why, because it's like people. Yeah, well, actually, the Doors did. All their recordings with the keyboard bass. I don't know if you knew that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so like we get a lot of that Doors kind of feel. And it's a lot, uh, the three piece is nice because you can really experiment on stage and be really, you know, I only have to communicate with Brad about notes. You know, that's about, you know, and we have been playing together now for almost five years. Yeah, so who's in the band? So there's you, Jesse, you're the guitarist. Lead singer guitarist. And then uh, uh, Brad Sweet plays the keys and does the bass Mm -hmm. and sings as well. And then uh, and Andrew batches on the drums. And you guys have been together for how long? We have been together for four years, I'd say. Oh, yeah. I, f- I figure it was much much longer than that. Four years. Um, the Broken Stems. I started the brand, the band, in mm-hmm. in 2011. So that's been around. Okay. Broken Stems has been around for a while. Uh-huh. A lot of different musician changes throughout, okay. and uh, we almost kind of started out as a reggae band, and uh-huh. then we kind of moved into this very like Kings Leon sound, and then I think when we the three of us got together. We kind of just uh, naturally fit into this really doorsy, bluesy, grungy rock kind of feel. So cool, yeah. And good. we really feel comfortable there, and just uh-huh. yeah, it's been nice. It's opened up a lot of doors. Well, what were you yeah. doing before that? You said 2011. I mean, you've obviously been playing for a while. Yeah, before that, I was in a band called Uproot, which was a, a reggae rock band. Hmm. And so I started that in 2006 in Boulder, actually. So. Huh. So my 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 music career has been during university or yeah during university <laughs> exactly. Bold was a cool. I was place. literally like I was <laughs> literally in my fraternity house at the time, and <coughs> I had a friend that lived across the street in the other fraternity house, and they were like, "We're jamming." I like took my amp over there, and I was <laughs> like, "Got a drum set, bass, and I'm like, sweet." And we just started started a band. That's cool. amazing. <laughs> we were like we like we had a pretty good following in Boulder, but we were like we never took it too seriously. You know, we were it was just always fun. Dr- as drunk as the people out on yeah. the stage. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> just. Just wasted shows. I mean, my my singer would be like, I remember the last 10 songs we played. (laughs) Well, you sang them great. I don't know. (laughs) What are you fooling me, dude? How did you come up with Uproot? Uproot? I don't know. Just like like the Broken Stems, they both just kind of came. Just came. They they sound nice, you know? Yeah. um, Because it's odd. It's, you know, roots, stems, all coming from like a a tree. It is a tree, yeah. And I think that might be something with... uh, the broken stems is kind of to me mean you know like a stem is a foundation right and it's yeah. like a place for for something to grow from or to hold something up and so when you when you kind of look at the world as everything's a little bit broken 
mm-hmm. you can always realize that you have a, an ability to get better, you know? And True. so it's just kind of uh, about constant evolution, constantly being mm-hmm. better at what you do, you know? Just yeah. make everything you do the next time, make it better than the last time you did it. And like that's kind of our motto and just always moving forward. And, and yeah, you can actually apply that to everything, you know, not just... Absolutely, yeah, yeah and it goes all through your life, yeah. yeah. Do you guys ever... Uh, um, I mean, I know you're doing your solo stuff. Are they involved in other projects too? Um, Brad plays with uh, a couple other bands, and they go. He goes on tour sometimes with this band called Moves Collective, and um, um, musically, but like musically, we do kind of whatever. You know, Brad does. You know, he wrote that song for Shannon's movie, and we just we are always kind of staying busy. Good. Doing what we like, and he's putting on a music festival in the end of September, which wow. is going to be a, is a huge task. So yeah, it's not a joke. We've been kind of letting him focus on that a little bit more uh-huh. and trying to you know just keeping the band manageable. And is it here in California? Yeah, it's going to be in at Lake Paris on September twenty wow. second and twenty third. <laughs> All right, <laughs> same same but different music festival. Okay, you can get your same, tickets. Same but different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the coolest name, dude. And I <laughs> wait, what's that from? That's from uh, <laughs> that movie in North Korea with uh, what's his name, Seth Rogen and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> same, same but different. Same, same. Yeah, because it sounds foreign. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so it's gonna uh, be cool. So what got you started on the guitar? What was the what was the catalyst? Um, I was really like bored one summer and I found my brother's guitar in a closet and I started, <laughs> I like, opened up his little tablature book and I started figuring it out and I like just learned oh, the Star cool. Spangled Banner. That was your first song? I think so. And it probably sounded like something out of Guitar Hero when you like miss all the chords. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but totally self- self-taught? Uh, no. And then so I, I, um... I did for you know like for a few weeks and then I was like I really like this a lot and I started picking up pretty quick and then so I took lessons from um, this guy Rick Oliva um, and I did that for four, four years almost all through high school. Oh, good for you. Yeah, because yeah. I could tell. I mean, even even your chops on 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 lead, it's yeah, real impressive. It is. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you don't just play rhythm, which is. Yeah, I do it all. I mean, um, he taught me a lot. He was a major at Berkeley College of Music, and wow. so he majored in arrangement. So like, I think we. You know, he didn't. We worked on on fundamentals a lot. You know, he taught me just like the basic one, four, five blues, and we. And we but like as I progressed, I started just kind of writing. I had a lot of songs I wrote. I never was always that kind of person that liked to to do my own music instead yeah. of cover other people's music. Uh-huh. I think so. Yeah. Um, so I would just come to him like I have these ideas, and he's like, "Oh, well, how do we make an intro? How do we make a, a part B? How do we make a part C? And like, let's arrange these songs." And so he really taught me. So a is lot that music about theory? Songwriting, yeah, music theory and. And, you know, you're in a Mixolydian, so let's do a cool intro, you know, like, and yeah. all those things. So it was really, really, it jumped me, I think, really, you know, to a really good, good place. Good for you, and man. Yeah. A lot of people, they, they really, t- um, you know, they don't see the value of sitting in front of somebody and bouncing ideas off of them. I mean, totally. yeah, there's, you know, uh, I think, I think that human element uh, is required if you're going to be going down the path of songwriting. Of course. Yeah. yeah, you need to hear people's feedback. Yeah, absolutely. It's always constructive. Absolutely, yeah. And it, yeah, it helps to kind of, yeah, like, you know, you, that's a lot what you do in the studio, too. I'm sure you're bouncing ideas off of people. And, and, All the time. And that's one of the reasons why I was attracted to you in the first place, you know, and uh, to come over there because I knew that you had, you know, just overall production skills as well as being a, a you know, musician yourself, so. Yeah, it, it just helps. came. Yeah, it came yeah. with the package. I mean, mm-hmm. working on so many projects and so many albums, you just start to kind of figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. So it was almost like a training course, you know, sitting with engineers and kind of watching them do what they do. But it's always it's two ways. I mean, I'll I'll be sitting with you. I mean, I'm looking forward to next month, but I, I totally see it being a back and forth where you know I'll be able to suggest some things, and you're gonna be able to suggest some things to me on how to you know better the mixes, better the production too. Mm-hmm. So. I yeah. think that's that, that's something that's missing when the human element's taken out. You're just kind of on your own. Absolutely. So, do you guys bounce ideas back and forth between you and Brad, and or do you just come in with the song? So it it goes both ways. I mean, I do majority of the songwriting, um, and but then I you know I kind of bring in more like ideas and brainstorms, and I'll get like a loose form mm-hmm. together, and then I'll come in and be like, "Hey guys, check this riff out," you know, cool. and then. I'll let them write the bass line. You know, okay. Brad writes his bass lines and his keys, and Andrew works on his drums. Uh-huh. And I kind of let let them feel open about it. Mm-hmm. 
unless that's something that I feel really strongly about. And then we argue for like, you know, 20 minutes and then yeah. nothing gets done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do you and then bring we end up right back where we were just frustrated? You know? <laughs> do you bring uh, the, uh, the lyrics and singing at that time or is it just, um, it depends. Sometimes I'll have it all done and oh. I feel like they'd like, like me to have it more done sometimes. Oh but, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like, I, you know, I, I channel a lot, mm -hmm. I channel my music, especially my lyrics. It comes when I'm like vibrating at that level, you know, when you're mm -hmm. jamming and yeah. you're playing, you're you're up six, seven dimensions, uh -huh, and you're just uh -huh. like, and that's like when all of a sudden like these lyrics just like just start pouring through me, you know. Yeah. And so I always record everything that we do in the practice room oh, cool. on my phone, so I can always go listen back because I always find gold in there that I never remember. I'll right. never remember it, dude. I'll, right. I'll come up with just go, like <laughs> just serious gold. It's in a campfire, and I'm just like sing the song. Brad's like. Whoa, dude! That, you just finished that song, and I was like, I don't know what did I say. Uh -huh. <laughs> what just happened? Yeah. You ever go I? back and you're like, well, it sounds great, but I just don't remember how I played it. Yeah, exactly. Dude. Yeah, I've had that time. happen. Yeah. Uh, so, do you? I mean, do you like to sit with the song and let it marinate, or 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 do you feel that rush like I need to get it done in the sitting? Um, I like. I think there's a there's different songs. You know, there's some songs that have been I've been writing for three years and they're still not done. Really? You know, like they just kind of sit there and they're kind of these brainstorms and you can never like really get the third verse or the second right. verse right. So it's not finished. Yeah, and I have a lot of a lot of those unfortunately, and then <laughs> or fortunately, so know? a lot of us do. Yeah. I mean, do you have do you have the riff ready or you have the intro ready or it's just it just doesn't feel complete? Yeah, it just doesn't feel complete. Sometimes you gotta form it out, but what I think about my band is that we've been really adopting. We used to really get hung up on like making things radio ready and, oh. and you know, and, and you kind of compress your song a little bit sometimes mm -hmm. when you do that. And so I think like leaving it open for jams and, ex you know, in experimental places is good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hear a lot of harmonies too. So uh, how does that happen in the studio? Do you lay down your harmonies or do you actually have Brad and Andrew? Brad just kind of does it naturally. Okay. Yeah. Brad and I have been singing together for a while now. So he really is really good at picking out the harmonies that work. Cool. So he's um, the one who actually like lays down those harmonies in yeah. the studio. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, and he, he actually produced the whole thing, the whole album that we did. Oh, did in he? Joshua Tree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He did a great job. Yeah, it's cool. There was one um, last track that I just listened to, uh, "Climb Down." Oh yeah. So <laughs> that one has a different feel to it. So what was the difference between that one and the other ones you were putting together? Well, that was our first ever EP is the Broken Stems. And that oh. Was, um, Maybe that's why it's so huh. different. Different drummer, um, different bass guitarist. Different production. Different production, yeah. And um, But that one came from a really cool, deep place. Um, I wrote, yeah, I was, in, I was living in Ocean Beach at the time. Okay. And I wrote, yeah, I must. I was living by myself. I had my own apartment, and that was kind of a really cool discovery period in my life. Where I'm sure. I just got to really release all, like, my FOMO and, and things that, you know, I just spent a lot of time with myself, and it was really, really healthy. Was it healthy and painful, too, or? Yeah, well, I get lonely, you know? You get lonely sometimes. Sure. But, like, I also can just sit around in a room and think all day long, too. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. really enjoy that. You'll make a good astronaut. Yeah, right? That's one of the things <laughs> that they test. <laughs> you can be alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but you so had your yeah. guitar on you, so it wasn't entirely lonely. Totally. Yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of fun that happened in Ocean Beach all the time. But Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, different phases of life. We always go through these crazy exactly. phases of life, don't yeah. we? And uh, I always reminisce back, and you're like, wow, what a different person I was. Back then. And if you're writing music you know, throughout your life, you can always go back True. Right, to th those times when you hear, the, hear a song. I mean, you did the same thing. You've yeah. been writing forever. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just released a song... Uh, in, back in September, and it was the second song I ever wrote, and I just never got around to actually right? recording. So that was b '97 is when I wrote it. Wow. Yeah. Which one? Better tomorrow. Really? Yeah. I didn't know it was yeah, that it was, old. Yeah. It was, yeah. That's cool, man. And that's that's precisely like what I'm coming to you doing a solo project with. There's all these songs that I've been I've just sat around oh, in my right. the back of my head, you know, for. Mm -hmm. Years now, dude. I've got ones I wrote like six years ago, probably. So is that why you started Broken Stems? Because Uproot wasn't playing the songs that you were writing at that time? Uproot just had its own issues with uh, me. We were kind of two singers, and hmm. you, we uh, just had a lot of different opinions. I think we just started getting a little unhealthy with the way <laughs> that we were treating each other, I think, maybe. Yeah. Fights? Yeah, a lot of fights, and, uh, you know, bands disagree on things you but know? you guys would never get into a, like a physical never altercation. physical no never yeah. physical 
Um, I just think that we had, we had different uh, direction that we wanted to go in. I wanted to take more of a lead role, and the lead singer didn't want that. And okay. among other things too, you know, I think we just uh, we just had different places to go. Yeah, different levels of like commitment from different band members, you know, and that was you know it's always an issue. Yeah, and we you go through that, you know, you, you it's a growing phase, you know, like a lot of the things that I did good in in uproot, you know. A lot of things that didn't do well, you know, I did better the next time in the next right. band, you know. And yeah, it was mm-hmm. like and really, we really, we really try to treat each other like family, you know. And that's something that took years to learn. I think as a musician, as someone, you know, having being your songs and you know being controlling about what the outcome is. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can know, let those things go and trust other people to to handle their jobs. It takes a lot out of you to to be able to let go like that too, especially if you have a certain vision um, mm-hmm. and then have it take a new form. So going down oh, yeah, your absolutely right yeah. yeah, well going down your solo route it's a totally different thing right I mean it's not like the broken stems are done it's it's this is not at all yeah, yeah. I just what that that those songs don't fit with exactly yeah the broken just, stems just a total different genre of music I feel oh, like okay. you know and so and I you know I just write I write so many different things whatever's kind of feeling or coming out of me so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been in, yeah, I write reggae songs, I write you really know, cool, Damien man. Rice style songs, I write <clears throat> these crazy grungy blues rock songs, and then I write some <laughs> cool Chris punk. Cornell was like that because he had Soundgarden songs, but then he had his other songs they used for other albums. Oh, okay. Um, like Temple of the Dog, those are his songs that he just didn't think was good for Soundgarden. So it's you oh, know, I didn't know very, that. yeah, very similar. So do you feel like you would ever? be able to say you know you record the album and that's done do you ever see your see the broken stems quote covering one of your solo tracks during a show <laughs> yeah maybe we do a lot of these like four hour sets you know we're like whoa three three, wow. hour, three hour sets you know and we're you know sometimes it just makes sense to go do some acoustic stuff or just play around with and you know like you know it's, it's not uh it's an open thing you know the band is all mature enough to be like yeah, cool. You got a cool song. It sounds good. Let's play it. You know, it's a good place to be in. Yeah, and that's a good place. And it took us a while to grow there. I think to grow to that point. Yeah. And we, yeah. You guys play shows what once a month or? About like probably like two, two to four a month, depending on how oh, okay. busy we are. Yeah. Yeah, but we, you know we're just kind of playing targeted shows right now. Mm-hmm. And then like we got like uh, we're playing the Music Box on August 11th, nice. which will be a cool show with this band Electric Mud. They're kind of in our same genre. Oh, cool. Of blues rock. How'd and you then, find them? Um, through a House of Blues show we played in January. That's oh. how I found them. Yeah. Through another booker. Yeah. So we got put on the same bill together. It was a really awesome blues rock night. We had like all these cool blues rock bands, Electric Mud, Wicked Tongues. <laughs> and that was a really, really raging show in yeah. House of Blues. And then uh, our sounds just mesh well. And they, they work hard. You know, I like to work with bands that work hard and and get it, you know, right. and really right, put the word out. They're yeah, they're putting the word. They're marketing. They're they're having into everything. So good. So good. and it's, so it's nice. That's uh, I think it's the first time we've had a, a band that's like on that you know same kind of level that we're on. That's really doing a lot of stuff in in our town. So it's cool. It's kind of cool to partner up. Yeah, it's good to see that. I mean, camaraderie between bands and not so much of a competition. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like you see a lot of that in San Diego. Hmm. Um, where I'm, yeah, like it's a, it's not as competitive like opposed to LA. I think it's a little more competitive sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, I think that's that's really cool. The unique thing about the San Diego music scene is kind of like a, it's it's definitely been a place for me to really like grow into my skin. Yeah, you know, it's a cool and, city, and not to feel like I'm not good enough, you know, and just that I'm I'm learning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very humbling experience too. Do you? Uh, do you go out and check out shows without even going and performing? Oh yeah, I love. I mean, it's part of the inspiration quests. You yeah, know? we have to go on inspiration quests. Yeah, <laughs> you can't just sit in your room with four walls around you and write songs. It's like really, you're right, really, really you difficult. You, you know? have to you, seek out the adventure. You got to get out and uh, yeah, go see other shows because like how much inspiration comes from seeing some of your favorite bands. You know, yeah, seeing what they do live. You got to see what's going on. You know how they interact with the crowd and. I think that's really important. True. Actually, that is a skill too. It isn't just about the music too, but you're you're being able to connect with your crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the most recent show that really was, you know, awe inspiring? I just saw this guy um, on Thursday night, named Johnny Oscom, and he was he was just amazing blues guitarist. You know, he did a lot of old BB King songs and like, and um, 
but and then his originals are really really fresh and and cool but really you know very bluesy rooted cool but he ripped the guitar like stevie you know he was just like insane <laughs> guitarist awesome voice they were playing it like five four times and, and different time signatures and i thought it was really cool oh that's cool so it was really cool and then yeah where'd you uh would you hear or was that just like a walk-in it was kind of like uh, some of my work was like, this guy sounds like you. You should go check him out. Really? And I was like, cool. And he did sound like me. And then <laughs> I talked to him after the show, and I was like, dude, you sound like I sound like you. <laughs> why don't we like shred some guitar together? You know? Yeah. Like, oh, cool. You <laughs> got to was, connect with him. Yeah, I connected. Yeah, we connected on Instagram the next day, and he was like, I got these shows up here, these places we can play. And I was like, I got these places in San Diego we can play. So Oh, okay. So he's based out of San Diego? He's in uh he's OC area. So Oh cool. Yeah. Okay. Which is good because I'm trying to get my band up here more. Yeah. Mm. It's a lot they, they really like covers up here though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you get I think part of the fault of that are the musicians. They see that there's a lot of pay in covers, so they just tend to gravitate gravitate uh, towards yeah. that. Yeah, well it's a safer bet for the bookers too, you mm. know, like you never know what you get with the original band sometimes. Right. Yeah. Even That's if true. they'll show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do they still have uh, Battle of the Bands? There is one, yeah. So there's a company called OCML. I think I connected you with them. Did I? John Safari? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're doing some cool stuff where they're not doing pay-to-play. So you just mm. get booked, you bring your people, and then if you bring a lot of people, you get paid. If you don't, you just don't get paid. But mm. at least you don't have to pay to actually get a slot, so it's it's a really cool setup. That's nice, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Did, uh, were you? Did you get any luck with him? I haven't followed up with him too much. I've been so busy. Well, yeah, we. You, I you started know, a new a job. Record to do. Yeah, I got a record going on. <laughs> I got managing my band. I got a 16 month old kid, and I just oh wow, 16 months. I, I just cute. started a full yeah. full time job like a month ago too. So I'm like just throwing wow, in man. that big wrench of a. My entire day gone. So you have a nine <laughs> to five, and you have your band. And I got my band. And you have a sixteen month. And I got a sixteen month okay. <laughs> my God, that's big. And I'm doing a solo album. Yeah. That's wild, man. It's <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. I mean, the and fact that you even showed up this morning, I'm very I happy know. about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was looking at the calendar. I'm like, Jesse. I don't think we even sent him up, you know, like sent him like a reminder. So yeah, I texted you last night just to be yeah. sure. And you're like, Yep, yeah, I'll be there. All right, good, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was on my calendar. It's good to be busy though. Yeah, I think uh, I get more done when I'm busy. I think that, like, I mean, the full time job is like really the the biggest new thing in my life. I'm like trying to put everything I used to do during the day outside of that, mm-hmm. you know, Ooh. and that's a lot. It's a lot to figure out. Forty hours. Yeah, forty hours. Okay. But weekends off though. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right. At least you have those off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm off now. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Having fun. The music is always fun, you know, like. Sometimes it's work, and, and it has to be work. But there's mm-hmm. still those, like, I mean, yeah, when you do content marketing and you yeah. just know about that's that's the work that has to get done as and a musician. Hours. And it's hours of the day. It's four to six hours a day, I would say, probably, if, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You guys are great online. You guys have an excellent website, greatly designed. Your content marketing is great. Your social media is great. You know, so you guys do all, all that yourself? All in-house, man. I mean, awesome. I... I'm a designer and a uh, graphic designer and web designer. I kind of sort of oh, go. <laughs> into that because of uh, music. So I started making yeah. posters, and I was like, oh. I'm pretty good at this. I went to school for that, and then um, it all kind of works. I get to be creative all day, you know, yeah. which is kind of cool. Cool, so, very cool. But, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I learned those things because I wanted to be able to grow my business and grow my band and, and yeah. you know, just have – and Brad, my keyboardist, is just, like, a jack of all trades. He's like yeah. – one of those people you just like give him a challenge to figure out and he'll like learn how to like you know build a, a freaking a engine and like you <laughs> know he'll, he's like he's just crazy like that you know he's just like oh i just learned pro tools i just figured out how to do the whole Ever- edwards campaign i got the whole thing going you know he's like i'm putting on the festival well you got the internet out. <laughs> you know, good for like, him yeah good for him yeah you can Absolutely. learn anything with the internet I mean, uh-huh. anything if you have the patience and you got the, the you know you're smart yeah you can listen true <laughs> right you can Absolutely. learn it Absolutely. But when you came in just uh, about a month ago, man, I w- I didn't know what to expect. But um, you know, you brought your you know you well, you brought your guitar, you brought your lady, and you know you brought Hawk too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, as soon as you started playing that playing that first song, um, I was pumped, and I was I was just while you're playing, I'm like, 
please decide to record here. Yeah, <laughs> right on. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm really excited. And I have still got some work to do. <laughs> well, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. So is this like an EP you're doing? Yeah, we're going to start out. I think we're going to do like three, three to five songs. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. If I can finish them up. I got them. They're almost there. Yeah. yeah. Nice, man. What's yeah. the name of the first one? The one that we're uh, the one that with. I think I played for you the first time was Old Soul. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, it's got a good vibe to it. So was that chords before melody? That was a, um, yeah, it was. I, you know, I, it's weird. The songs come to you at the weirdest times, you know. And like I remember, I was sitting overlooking the ocean over like on Selva Beach in Dana Point, and yeah. I just like had my little mini tiller, and I just started playing this little lick, you know, this. Um, there it is. And it was just so calming to me, and it made me feel so open. I was just sitting, look at the ocean. I just felt so open when I played that. Yeah. And then those words just started pouring out. You know, just. Mm. Well, I've been thinking. Well, I've been thinking that maybe the world's gone mad. Nice. I've been dreaming. I've been dreaming. I'm always happy. Never sad. I've been loving. I've been loving everything around. Now I can feel the, I can feel the vibrations coming from the ground. Nice. And yeah, now it seems to be more than we knew. You can't believe all the stories you're told. You can love and still let go Remember who you are You're an old soul And this part actually came out Right before we were going to record it In Joshua Tree I've been thinking I've been looking for All the words to you I've been hoping well, I've been hoping that one of them leads to the truth And I've been crying well, I've been crying My heart is as big as it can be And I can see now well, I can see now we're here But we're barely free it used to be more than we knew Can't believe all the stories you're told. Oh, you can love and still let go. Remember who you are, you're an old soul. A little taste. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's from your solo. Yeah, well, well yeah. It's gonna be on the solo, I mean, it's gonna be on the solo album, and we also, I also so played good. that with the band as well, and uh, we, that was like kind of like a different side of our band, but and I like it with the full band, and uh, but I also want to just do a version that's just just you, just me, Love you know, yeah. and uh, I think, yeah, who knows which version is gonna be the one that really speaks to people, you know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe both. Maybe both. Yeah, and they're they're both. They have different feels and different. Yeah. you know, different audiences. Different audiences, absolutely. So this is more of acoustic. It's you and the guitar. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it really acoustic, and um, I really love like like Damien Ri- Damien Rice and and kind of that kind of Jack Johnson feel yeah. where it's like um, you know, very minimal amounts of instrumentation, but very effective. People love that instrumentation, yeah. and I think that's yeah. To side and with the band, it's always rip roaring you know we're always yeah. we, we had those spaces and a lot of dynamics but it's you know it's loud it's rock and roll yeah you know it's yeah. in your face and so there's this very quiet sensitive introverted side of me that i think wants to come out good i'm yeah. glad yeah i mean it's a perfect time too yeah i mean that stuff's ed sheeran's huge now and yeah. i mean it's just him on a guitar and, and a looper mm-hmm. do you uh uh do would you mind playing us like one of the first songs you ever wrote hmm <laughs> well, that's a challenge. Is that dude. Colorado days? <laughs> yeah. Colorado days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if this is the first song I ever wrote. Um, 
But I wrote this song in Boulder. It's about Boulder. Okay. And uh, it's kind of fun. It was like when we were the during the, the fun old party days, and it goes, uh, Some days you touch and then you know Which words you're carrying and which ones you let go <laughs> Over my worries now I tread Because I've got way too much of this boulder in my head Well, it not like gold The stories I hear from home Late nights, late mornings, taking hits to the dome, yeah Waking up, you're still drunk from the night before Where you're walking down the street singing Everybody you know, yeah Oh, you say you understand about the only truth you have is the beer you're holding in your hand, and it's well not like you can stand for this twisted, wasted, faded afternoon. So I jumped every stone that I stem, cause I can't get wet, no. And then the river is still running low, so I'm not worried yet. Well, I'm moving slowly towards. This elevated state of your oh ohs and I'm reminded about the truth and the love that is my home. Yeah, <laughs> I dig that. Yeah, that was so fun. That was one of those like people with boulder would just be like, yeah, lighters down the like, oh, wasted. That's amazing. Uh, so like, so there's that side of me, and then there's yeah. like the broken stem sign, which is just like, <laughs> well, you're not on your own. Bump, Nobody to call your home. It's a straight on no. Uh. And we get really funky with it. <laughs> so it's good. It's a no. Yeah. Oh, like a rolling stone. Too good to be kind. No, you're out on your own. Yeah, it's oh, a, dude. So, so good. It's a, fun, it's a fun range I've been able to experiment with in yeah. my, my journey of music. So yeah. what are your influences? I mean, obviously, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's va- it looks... Everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything is... Um, Even pop? Anything? Um, yeah, pop. I like some pop music. Um, I really love um, Jack White. And I think he's one of my biggest influences. Okay. I love his just... Rip Warren guitar. So I think this first yeah. time I heard White Stripes album, yeah, I was that was like like the Hello Operator so song. Cool. Yes, I went bow 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 bow. I was like, dude, <laughs> who plays guitar like that? And how do I do that? Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. <laughs> and it was like, mainstream. Who is this guy? I think he is coming in with this cool ass guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's I want to play like that. And so like, uh, yeah, I think he was a big influence on me. Okay, have you seen him live? That makes sense. I did. I saw him at Coachella. Oh, oh yeah. Um I was having some fun there. It was a really good show. Yeah. It was an incredible show. That's what he was like. He's like, Music <laughs> is sacred and he's like just yelling in the mic. He said like three times and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I was just like my eyes were just like fuel. I was like, dude, this guy's fucking next level shit. <laughs> he's like, this guy's next level. Yeah, he's like music is sacred. I'm like, but you guys listen to him? He's right. <laughs> he is right. That's what I've been saying all the time. The whole time, dude. Oh, it's amazing. I'm walking around. I'm like, it helps you feel like you're on another level. It's fucking sacred. It yeah, is. It is. That's it so is. true. It is sacred. It's, it's the yeah. universal language. It's an ability. Yeah. And, and, and um, you know, if you get, like, really deep into, like, you know, physics. You guys were talking about quantum physics. Today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with James. Yeah, yeah, James is a big. Like, everything is a vibration, you know. Yeah, the only thing that is. keeps this bracelet for my skin exactly. is the different ways that these molecules are put together. Nothing really touches, mm-hmm. right? And and we're all, you know, everything's a vibration. And, and, you know, I get asked about my mala, like, everywhere I oh, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. And I don't know. I come with a different answer every time. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it's mostly to help me, like, just control all the vibration. And, yeah. And have it comes it uh-huh. has to go somewhere you right. know and so catch equilibrium catch it keep it release it yeah definitely music transcends this world or transcends this reality right yeah, absolutely. it just makes you feel something you can't explain you can't put it in words yeah. i mean that's why music videos are great and you can have different music videos for a different song and they you know it still takes you to that place absolutely. oh right yeah. yeah yeah the visual piece is yeah some is now just as important i feel like as the music um, yeah, we try to put a video to every one of our songs. I'm I'm glad you do because people's attention spans are, <laughs> yeah, they're, so they're small cut much now, shorter. And, uh, yeah, I mean, how many times do you watch like a video first? You know, I always like I love when I watch a video first, and yeah. then I hear the song later, and I'm always referencing that video in my yeah. my head while I'm listening to the song. Yeah. Like like this is America is a good example. Like would that song have had a big impact on me if I didn't watch the video? Have you guys seen that video? Mm-mm. You haven't seen that the. 
Childish Gambinos. Mm-mm. This is America. It's oh a, yes, I did see it. That was really hectic. It's insane, <laughs> dude. It's pretty cool. Yeah. He blew, who who did that video? Who who directed it? Was it someone? I don't know who directed it. You you haven't seen it? No. It's it hectic. New? Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll have to we'll have to watch it after this. I th- I'm sure really it's had, it probably has like a billion views by now or something. It's pretty. Yeah, it was a phenom. It's like a total viral video. Yeah, I've been out of. The loop. I think he's saying I mean, it was it was like a commentary is, about our you know society here in the U.S. <laughs> in a way. In a way, right? Well, he did, and I loved. I watched an interview with him about it, and they're like, "You want to tell us what it meant to you?" And he was like, "No." <laughs> no, <laughs> figure it like, out. Straight up, like no. He's I like, mean, it's I don't disturbing. Wanna, he's like, I don't need to alienate anybody. Like, you know, and I thought that was a really cool way to go about it. Because really, how often do we find ourselves explaining our art to people? Like, it's yeah. it's supposed to be about this. It's just like yeah, it just be what yeah. it is. Well, okay, so that's why I was I meant about different videos for different songs. So a song can mean something to you. But then it comes something completely different to someone else. Yes. Right? It hits them in a different way. Yes. And that because they can relate to it because of life experiences. So that's what I meant about different videos. Yeah, because when you put a video song. to it, it stamps it as this is the interpretation. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I guess music videos were when MTV came out, um, it was. It was it was it was it was a cool time, but I like it now better where people have different interpretations of things. You can you know it's multiple interpretations of songs. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Um, you ever get, get into like lyric videos? Would you ever? Because yeah, yeah, yeah we just, we've done a couple of those. Oh, yeah. Those are okay. cool. Do you guys produce those or do you guys? Um... I don't. Um, we could. We do. We have, and uh, I think we we don't put out enough of those. We probably should put more out. Yeah, but I mean, like, like your like lyrics. Old, there's apps that just do it. You know, really. You can just like throw it on. And type out the words and it like puts it together for you. Interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Really? I wonder if there's an app that can just produce the song we're gonna do. All we're gonna do is just kind of chill out. Oh, they'll have a couple happen. beers and <laughs> the song will be done it'll in happen. an hour. Someone's gonna do it. Nobody has to do shit. You just... like a computer? <laughs> it's in G. Write me a song in G. The next chord is D. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be like. They're what having AI song? write articles now. I mean, they're terrible. Okay, but you can you can. There's this company. I forgot what it was. I remember uh, my wife sent it to me. Um, but you can buy. You can do content marketing for nothing, like a hundred bucks, and they'll give you like I think a hundred articles. What? Yes, and it'll just this AI thing will just write it out for you, and then you know you'll have a bunch. But it's really yeah. bad writing. So Google knows yeah. when something's written badly, and it won't even like rank up there. Crazy. But it's going that way. You know, no, AI. It's gonna be able to write. They predict it's gonna be able to write songs and paint art yeah. like, better than a lot of people. But that but what it does is emotional element, though. That's the thing. Yeah. How do you write a song? It makes it a... mathematical. So what it does, it takes in everything, right, and then it finds patterns, and then based on these patterns, it just randomly puts something together. But you know, it's based on patterns that we like. Yeah. So it'll say, well, the people like this type, this this pattern. Yeah, this mathematical yeah, AI and everything. I mean, how does Spotify know that you like Alabama Shakes or whatever? Yeah. You know, they they have algorithms and patterns that they just follow with AI. And they yeah, throw them at you. yeah, it's crazy. But I don't you know where I mean, it's going. You're sitting looking at the ocean, and you know, um, you know, you write a song. Well, where that that inspiration is like intangible. It isn't something that you. Let's t- hope it becomes stays that way. You, <laughs> you know, know? That, yeah, it's something experienced from something you're looking at and. So I find it mind-boggling that they can actually. Ho- I'll be surprised if they can come up with a, an AI formula that can write a song. That's I mean, it depends inspired. on the audience. So if the audience likes it, that's your problem. They wonder what genre of music it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah like electronic. I could totally see that. Yeah, like robot crazy music. Right, yeah. but like a folk, like singer songwriter. Um, no, probably not. No. Well, we're not gonna, now. We're gonna eat our fucking. Words, I know so. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> By next year, even of like, they're gonna be like, "Hey, you guys like this new number one chart hit song? Guess what? It was written by a robot. Music <laughs> 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 <like> sacred." <laughs> oh, but everything's gosh. a little bit robotic. I mean, in the pop industry, I feel like now, anyway. Oh, very. You know, everything is. Play that song that um, I think it was the third song. Um, yeah, if you can play a verse and chorus of it, it was it was a really the, low song, the really slower one. Uh-huh. Yeah, hear me now. Yes. Yeah. Let me let me uh, have a couple lyrics. Oh, good. Yeah, I remember it was incomplete. Um, uh, do you have a lot of guitars? I like, I have got uh, this Taylor acoustic, and then I have a, a PRS um, electric. I saw mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's in the videos. <laughs> yeah, and I, uh, that's just my my, my go to. So I just cool, and then. Uh, Let's see, for this one. 
have these wings, but I cannot fly. Oh, so from now I'll just stare into the sky. And you hear me now, and you hear me now. Well, I'll be there soon, but I don't know. Well, people, people, listen now. We're meant to be together somehow. So, children, children, sing your song. And we'll gather around and hum along. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Well, I know I'm supposed to, but I don't know Stars in my eyes. Oh, well, I find the darkness and collect the light. Oh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Well, I have enough, but I don't know how. Yeah. Nice. Still kind of work in progress, but one that I'm recording with with you, Emo. Yeah, can't wait, man. Really nice. Can't wait. Reminds me of Eddie Vedder, um, that one album he did for that movie. It's a very folksy sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's gonna hit home to a lot of a lot of people. It really comes from a deep, deep mm. place, you know. And mm-hmm. um, when I sing that song, I almost have to like, like yeah, kind of take in a moment and ascend <clears throat> because it's so easy to like rush or. Um, come off too strong in the beginning, yeah, you know, and you right. want to like hit those right notes, so you kind of come out like, ah, right. and you're like, you just really, yeah, once really, you get into that octave, man, it's great. I want it to feel like you're whispering in a room, you know, and like, I'm yeah. like whispering in your ear, you know, like until you get, you know, and then you build it up, build it up, build it up. Yeah, you definitely conveyed that, man. It was yeah. really cool. So yeah. have you played your solo stuff? I mean, to the, like in a bar or Sometimes, any v- a venue? Not these new songs. These are all oh. like, the weirdest thing, you know, like, I don't know why I've had these, like, a uh, bunch of songs that I never this needs to come out for years and years, <laughs> and then I write, like, two new songs that are kind of, like, half finished, and I decided that I wanted to come meet you and, re- and, of, and record them, <laughs> and I'm like, why am I trying to do this challenge of these, these new songs that aren't even finished? Like, I could, I have these layups over here, you know, but I'm like, I think there's a part of me that enjoys the challenge, and, yeah, and right. realize that these are songs that are coming to the surface at this moment for a reason, I think, right. and so, um, yeah. You know, letting letting go of, of what the expectations you have in your head of what you're supposed to be doing, I guess, is really um, something I've always been working on as a musician, you know, like, yeah. and really trusting that the things that are coming out are the right things, you know, and we, yeah. we've been practicing a lot in my band, too, when we write, it's just like, we can sit and jam on that same song for 15 minutes, you know, it's mm-hmm. not a problem, but then I'm like, when we record it and I, I cut it off at five minutes, we've got everything we need. You yeah. know, like I'm like, guys, like this is it. Like yeah. we don't need any more pieces. Like yeah. we can go jam, and I'll never listen to the other ten minutes. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's great you're still able to find the time to yeah. you know uh, get these songs done because Absolutely. there's a beautiful gems in each one of them. So is that Thank part you. of your day getting on the guitar? I mean, when you come home, not as much lately, but really? yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it usually happens now at like uh, after my son goes to bed and. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife goes to bed, and, <laughs> and I can't sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I'm just used to not sleeping. Uh-huh. My son sleeps the night now, which he didn't for a year, and then now I finally don't sleep right. The night. Yeah. Good. Because I'm just used to being up. So, that's good, man. It, it. I always have found that those creative times have come in the middle of the night for me for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And I like, alone. I like the silence. There's uh, everyone's. Most people are sleeping, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just like everything's a vibration. Our thoughts are vibrations. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. When everyone's up and working and yeah. exactly. crazy, when you're in traffic and you're wondering why you're so freaking stressed and your hands are like this everyone's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, that's not me. That's all the energy that I'm feeling around me. You know, yeah. and it's good. You're very sensitive to that. Yeah, I'm very sensitive. To yeah, that. it's good. You can see it from the outside too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Um, I don't know, but the weirdest thing, like, just getting a, a full-time job and then being away from my son all day long. Like, I almost, like, halfway cry every time I leave yeah. work in the yeah, morning. Yeah, man, I'm sure. And I, you get a little bit harder every day. I get a little, I feel like my heart's hardening a little bit yeah. more every yeah. day. I'm like, no, other people do this all the time. It's not yeah. that bad. People have to go off to war. People have to go, mm-hmm. you know, there's, people are separated from their families, you know, and I'm so blessed that I have a home to go into. And Very true. You know, I have to remember myself of day. that, yeah. Um, but I feel like our society has done that to us. A lot of people get hardened, mm-hmm. get hardened and hardened over time. And I think, well, cause it's to feel is difficult. Uh, yeah, and and yeah. Putting your heart on a plate. It's difficult, and that's that's the. And a lot of people don't want to face that that challenge. You know. Yeah, and and they're afraid of you know what people will think based on what Absolutely. what they feel. But well, that's a good thing about music too. Is you can you know that can be your medium that can be your way to channel all those things too absolutely and it always has been for me it's been my way of kind of i think yeah music has, has had that place anyway right in society mm-hmm. where musicians would just con- try to convey messages to people you know try to wake up about something or see something that they're not seeing or right or or the musician trying to get something out of their that they feel tragic about true you know um and performance is such a cool way to release that man it's so fun. yeah I'm like a line out of a cage. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a pretty soft-spoken, kind of quiet person. I feel like, and then I get on stage and I'm like, I can see I it in like the videos. An animal lion. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel it's it? Is a different oh, energy? Oh, yeah, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like jumping on my knees or like uh-huh. running around, playing behind my back. And <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think it's fun. It's a. Uh, a really cool release. And I'm always like exhausted after shows. What was the biggest Whether show you're you running played? around or not? It's still like a whole bunch of energy that you're putting out, you know. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of release, so when are we expecting this EP to be out? Um, I would say like we could probably shoot for fall, wouldn't we? Be able to? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, I'd Good. say fall to give it some. T- um, be a perfect time of year for it. What's that? Yeah, it's perfect. That that music's perfect for fall. Absolutely, dude. You want to sit down at the campfire and. <laughs> or, uh, uh, not a campfire, but a fire fire. Uh-huh. Well, you can campfire anytime you want in California. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all close by. And it's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, I was born and raised in Minnesota. Are you guys from here? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Kind of. We used yeah. to come here for the summers. Our yeah. mom's from here. Okay. Yeah, yeah but well, we were, mom's from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But we were born in uh, Jordan. and. Uh, okay. Yeah, lived about a third of our lives there, and then the rest here. Right on. So, yeah. You ever been? No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I just had my first trip to Europe this year. Oh, uh, um, over to the across the Atlantic. That was my first time. So okay. Yeah, it's beautiful. I went to Barcelona there. and uh, Portugal and yeah. London. So it was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Portugal's yeah. awesome. Portugal's amazing. Yeah. You like the food? I spent like seventy-two hours there, and I could have spent the whole. 10 and it's days cheap there. for it's Europe. So cheap. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Mediterranean. It's like a gem. Yeah, you know? yeah. We're up in Porto. It's a little bit chiller up there. It's like it was just so cool. Huh. So where'd you go? Port? You go to Spain at all? Yeah, I went to Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona. So Barcelona's nice. cool. That's a city. I mean, just know. city. Yeah. though. I was like, <laughs> it's cool. You I mean, like, but I was really, I really love Porto because it felt like an authentic uh, yeah. representation of the culture. You uh, know, whereas like you know, Barcelona's like it's like kind of like New York or San Francisco. It's a big. A mix of everyone, right? People it is. visiting. It's with an international city. Every, yeah, everyone's yeah. international, and yeah, it's cool. Um, so you, you said you grew up in Minnesota, mm-hmm. born and raised in Minnesota, and went to the University of Colorado when I was eighteen, and that's when I started cool. my band Uproot, and then we uh, kept playing music after we graduated and yeah. moved to San Diego. Oh, cool! And so Uproot kept going, and and uh, for a couple years, like two thousand eight, two thousand ten. And then we kind of just had like a little bit falling out, and and then I started my own band, Broken Stems, and yeah, and you stayed there ever since. And I stayed here, yeah. And then uh, I just moved up here a couple of years ago uh. to the OC. So oh, yeah. So oh, I've been cool. in San Diego for almost eight years, eight nine years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited to see you live. I mean, you know, we've seen the videos, and you know, I've seen you in the studio, but definitely want to see that ferocious lion 
Uh, <laughs> unleashed. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fun. <laughs> so, would you want to take this EP like touring? Would Would you want to do shows? Absolutely, man. Yeah. yeah, I do a lot of acoustic shows around town too. So, oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's good. I think it just, uh, you know, we, we we were talking about this, just like doing. You know, it can't hurt anything that I'm doing. You know, right. to release more music and more content and just kind of be, just you know, there's. You never know what's gonna grab people, so you yeah. might find that, and then find broken stems, and vice versa, and so. Yeah. Well, the music industry cool. has changed so much. So much. You know, it's the form is not the same anymore. I think the the labels are there now to for touring. You know, if you if you're big enough and you're ready to go on tour, you know, around the world or around the nation, they're there for you. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they're there to produce really anymore, or right. It's just. They're not it's there tour to support. grow the artist anymore. and uh, No, they won't risk anything. That's the challenging part. You have to kind of grow. You want to grow everything for them. to that point so that you can get, you know, yeah. you have to kind of be there already before they're going to really recognize you. But Understandable. I mean, and it's understandable. Yeah, there's a lot of money that takes with growing artists, and there's no guarantee. Right. right. There's no, no guarantee no, in any of music, even with the people that are doing really well. Yeah. You know, and so. And then bands break up, and you know, musicians get into deep depressions or drugs, and it, I mean, it isn't always about how good they are. Mm -hmm. um, you can lose an artist just like that. Oh so. man, yeah, that, that's interesting how that works. Yeah, right. I've had a lot of you know, I've auditioned some of the best bass guitarist or whatever for my band and but i'm like eh, the fit's not right though yeah. you know like you might be the most skilled person in, in the room mm -hmm. but you're not you know the most feeling person you right. know right. yeah chemistry has to be there chemistry is everything yeah it's it's, it's everything it's just the music and in your you know in your studio and your workspace you know it's the team that you put together that really makes the difference in that chemistry true. right and a band's a business in a way it's, it's like a small yeah. business it right? is so a business I mean, more it has than be, ever it has to be treated that way right more than ever now yeah yeah you're just building your brand i mean right. we look at it as uh we're just a, a business entity you know mm -hmm. that we're broken stems brand name and anything you know, if we're not doing anything, then no one else is. You know, and so right. if it's just yeah, I gotta look at it that way. It's just like, <laughs> or if you're that's not a cool way to look at it. If yeah. I'm not posting things and and promoting my brand and getting more awareness out there, then no one else is really gonna do that. Absolutely. You know, and or you can, you can think of it as if you're not doing anything, someone else is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else is is hitting it every day. Yeah. All the time. Like one of my good friends, Hyrie. Um, I don't know if you guys know them. Like a, a world kind of reggae band. They're just like they're one of my hardest working bands I've ever seen, and yeah, they really? just they teach their their girl from the bus. You know, they teach her a, a homeschooler, and oh really? And they just work so hard, man. They're just always out there. They do vocal lessons on the way to the shows, and they, <laughs> you know, they they're just. I'm just so impressed by them every time I see them. That's great. Yeah. Were they based out of here? They're, I think so. Yeah, they're San Diego based. I think is that all they yeah. do too? I mean, that's yeah, that's their full time gig. Oh wow! Yeah, they're doing lots of festival. So if you had an opportunity, would you do that? I mean, if, if music, yeah. if music could make you, well, I think that we've all we've been trying. You know, we um, life happens. You know, yeah. having a kid is a big, a big change for our dynamic and my ability to tour mm -hmm. um, for long periods of time. Um, and we're all kind of in full time jobs right now too, so it's like, oh, okay, you kind of have to manage <clears throat> what it works for everybody. And I think that right now it's a good, we're in a good place where we're all um, working towards, you know the right things and i think yeah. and i think we, we spend a lot of time you waste a lot of time you know <laughs> trying different things you know yeah and tell me about it yeah <laughs> i think <laughs> like, we all do in our own we ways we all do yeah until something hits yeah until it works right it's almost a waiting game i mean you know as long as you're as long as you're you know continually writing um you end up making a mark in the world yeah yeah, like I mean, that's that's what this song "Hear Me Now" is about. Like mm -hmm. huh. um, these lyrics is like, um, it's like I've got these wings, but I can't fly. Mm -hmm. um, so now I'm just gonna stare at the sky for now. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but then it's like, you know, can you hear me? I'm gonna be there soon, but I just don't know how. You know, yeah. like yeah. Uh, beautiful. Uh, and I don't know how I'm gonna get there, but I know I'm gonna get there. Right, because like, you got the wings. And that really is like you know any motivational speech, whatever. That's like the <laughs> the the quantum. The essence. You know, it's the yeah. essence. It's like yeah. just know that you're gonna get there, and don't ever put a time limit on it. Right, right. If you can't put a time limit on it, you're never gonna put some level of success. And even when you do, you know, yes, one of my biggest show is I paid for four thousand people in front of uh, in Mexico for this awesome tour and. Uh -huh. uh, um, but like you know, 
that's only a momentary bliss. It's yeah. one night. You know? It is. And you go back it's to gone. work on Monday, and I'm like, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, that's like, crazy. why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do I have to sit here in this office? But then, you know, yeah. you start getting deeper about it, and you realize, like, yeah. this is all part of the progression. Too. Mm-hmm. Part it of the is. journey. It is. Part of the journey. I have to balance. You can't just do too much of one thing, and, you know, you're going to be out balanced. Yeah. Are there any um, are there any albums that that you, that you have that you want that you listen to, your go to albums? Um. um, yeah, dude, I have a um, like uh, I really love Ben Harper's "Fight for Your Mind." I like uh, Ben Harper's Coldplay's it. "Parachutes." Yeah, mm-hmm. even though there's all the stigma around Coldplay, you should look Coldplay. I love that album. <laughs> a great song. Oh my god, the songwriting and just like the way that they've. Bel- delicately balanced all those that instrumentation uh, just that album is just amazing to me and um yeah i mean i still great go back, get yeah. to jack johnson's brush fairy, ta- fairy tales you know and um it's crazy I how big jack johnson Black is Keys. yeah it's crazy right I mean, 20 million albums he's sold <laughs> and my yeah my guitar teacher is always perplexed he was like how is ben harper so famous you know like <laughs> and jack johnson you know like well, I mean, was, he's like it's such simple simple music and i'm like Maybe well, that's why the majority of people really only respond to simple music. Yeah. And I think, you know, as musicians, we, we love yeah. to Analyze we, we can hear the layers and, and yeah. we can feel the different <laughs> vibes and we can do different time signatures. But like 98% of people don't really hear it that way. Yeah. They yeah. just they can hear the lyrics and they can hear right. I was telling you, though, the Nirvana, you know, because I, I only started playing guitar like six months ago. So Nirvana is so simple, right? The chords, <laughs> and they were the biggest ones of the. And I, yeah, right. Right, right when you said that, it hit me. Yeah, that's people just like the simple. People like simple, but yeah. it's great that he's playing guitar now because I mean, we'll get together for like family. Yeah, uh, was lunches and we'll start jamming together now. So nice. We, we that just, was yeah, fun. we yeah we just did. Um, we should yeah. do an Oasis band and act like dicks. <laughs> 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 <That's incredible. laughs> um, you were listening to that Stone Temple Pilots song Daisy was it Daisy yeah Daisy it's just an instrumental it's, instrumental. it's, it's like two, two minutes yeah just two Is guitars one playing know. the melody one playing the chords cool. so he was playing the melody I was playing the chords and the two, I'm like I can't believe I'm doing this with my brother that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome I know I'm like 40 now <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late dude. no no not at all I mean better. he's dude I mean uh, that was the first time I'd heard him play because he'd been very very i mean he told us he was learning but he wouldn't play in front of us but now i mean it's it's wild i still wasn't that comfortable playing really yeah great it was it was awesome it was and we were even recorded did we get on video i think so yeah Yeah. 30 seconds or something so but you know i mean it's cool how music can just enhance an experience you know absolutely man yeah yeah i mean hang out at any place you if someone has a guitar and they're playing, it's such a much better party, don't you think? I yeah. Mean, I went to school in Montana, so I knew a lot of people from Minnesota. And uh, we went to Colorado also. We used to always take these trips down to Colorado. I don't know why we went to Colorado a lot. Colorado's awesome. It is. Why. Boulder's so cool. I mean, so it's called Boulder. It's right there. You have Boulder's right there. You know, that's why it's called Boulder. So but, fun. The Flatiron Mountains there. Yeah. yeah. But music was a big part of that, you know. There's always people playing guitar. Yeah. You know, and Boulder was like that also, just like uh, Montana. We had lots of camping also. Um, but, yeah, I mean, having music as part of the experience just, yeah, I think, solidifies the memories or makes, a co- makes, makes it better the, memories. That's one of the sacred parts of music that I think, yeah. I think about a lot, which is uh, how, like, a song can really take you back to the moment that you were there, mm-hmm. the first time you heard it yeah. or... Or it can remind you of just like the exact people in the room. Yeah, you can feel the, you can smell the smells, you can feel so true the emotion, and uh, like that's that's a sacred thing. Yeah, and uh, I mean, time really, the past doesn't really exist, and the future hasn't happened yet. So we're just kind of like everything is just in the present. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but that's a way that you can like presently be in the past. You yeah, know? true, it's really true, and just relive that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you and your lady are both musicians. She's a singer, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she sings and she plays guitar. Yeah, yeah, and we're we're gonna start doing some more acoustic <laughs> shows together. Oh soon. yeah, there's another yeah. project for you. <laughs> I want to. Yeah, like I'm like I just covers like, or every day I just think about like how I can get out of my full time job again. And Good, like, you should. <laughs> yeah, absolutely should. Because I'm just some just plans, constantly scheming. You know, She's yeah. Like, Constantly scheming. It's ten o'clock. Like, can I just? I'm like, <laughs> no. But like, seriously, like five months. We're gonna have like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you know, you're talking about Ben Harper and 
Coldplay being one of your more influential albums. And don't forget, man, I mean, you're going to have a little kid talking about your records being one of theirs. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's how it works. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You always, uh, I think when you're in it, you always feel like you're not doing enough. There's always somebody you know, after you, man. Always somebody after for... you, but like there's always your time that's coming. And so, yeah. Like you never know. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, your scene could be the scene that people will focus on. Yeah. You know, whatever. Your job is just to keep creating. Just keep, keep creating. It. Absolutely. So, how many songs do you have, original songs? I have. Um, I mean, yours and the back. Recorded, yeah. we probably have like. Um, I have like probably like 30 recorded songs, I would say, professionally recorded. And I have hundreds of songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got hundreds of songs, hundreds of brain children, I call them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So they live in your head, but they live in brain, have you brain put them children. down on paper or? Um, I record them on my phone sometimes, okay. or I'll, yeah, I'll write down. I have a lot of, like, a journal. You know, I keep a journal of my lyrics and stuff, mm -hmm. and, which has turned into my phone lately. Cause it's just easier. Always yeah. Always on me. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, yeah. you know, the sad thing is music is not really monetized anymore, right? It's, it's touring that's monetized. So it's people just, monetized, yeah, yeah, people get away, give away their music, um, I guess, as a marketing tool, because that gets your voice out there and gets you, builds an audience. And then once you build that audience, then you can take it on the road. And Absolutely. Yeah, performance is a big part of it. But that's where the money is, is, yeah, performing. Performance is there, yeah, but, you know, performance, it takes a lot of time to get you know, just that one hour set there's another 30 hours behind that you have know? you tried online performing like um, live yeah, we live have. stuff online we went to do more of that like especially now with our, ch our schedules being so challenging we're trying to, yeah. to really focus more on our online game and like oh cool you can like nowadays with with targeted advertising and and you know ads and facebook and you can reach the same amount of people as you could touring yeah. back in the day yep exactly it's just about knowing like where to put your money and that's the future <laughs> yeah you know? it is doing it online and mm -hmm. monetizing that get you can get a huge audience oh yeah absolutely so does that does that ruin like say you get thousands of people watching an online performance does, does that hurt the bandwidth or the performance or the so it's all white labeled so you're using uh other people's infrastructure and all you're doing is just creating the window for and then adding the add-ons, which is the monetized part. But uh. Uh, Ustream, I'm sure you've heard of Ustream. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's using their platforms that are very stable mm -hmm. um, and y uses their bandwidth. Uh. But um, yeah, yeah, we're getting into that. Any cool, festivals you guys are going to be playing? We're playing this, the same, same, but different festival. Okay. September 22nd. September. Maybe we should try to go to that. You guys yeah, that'd be definitely fun. should come to that. I like the name, man. <laughs> you should do a podcast from the same, same, but different festival. I just yeah. like saying that. Yeah. Same, same, awesome. but different. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, but different. <laughs> it's going to be cool. There's like a lake on the property, so you can like actually launch a boat if you want, or like put go down a tube and like watch the show. Wow. Cool. The water, which is pretty cool. So it'll be fun. But yeah, putting an event like that is not easy. No, I mean that's like, a headache. I don't know why would someone want to do that. It's really weird actually too because my the lead singer from my first band Uproot is now working with my keyboardist now Brad, who that's and they're putting world. on the festival together. Wow! And I'm like, like what a weird, what a small world. You know, seriously, that's well, like, you didn't introduce him or uh, we we just like have been introduced through like just mutual. Um, yeah, just we're just musicians in San yeah. Diego. Like it's a pretty small circle once mm -hmm. you start getting to know people. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. Is it one day the festival? Or is it two it's days? Two day festival. And they got all the headliners and everything booked already. They got the the uh, lineups out. So that was a huge task. I'm cool. Just, I'm proud of them, man. They've been working hard. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. So yeah, there's just a million things. It's like a wedding times five million. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wild. There's so much to think about. Yeah. Yeah, I'm playing my wedding right now. I'm like, oh, I think I got it all figured out. And oh, then there's cool. Like, oh, this, this, and that, and this, and this. And did you think about that? And you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> I love it. No. Okay, Have you guys so got the event planner? Yeah, we got kind of like a event planner. November, Good. Getting ready to remember tent. Good. And uh, yeah, it's been really cool. Excited. Yeah, they'll take most of the weight off. Yeah. Um, Yep, I'm just gonna have like we're gonna have live music. We're gonna two different live bands playing. Cool. <laughs> One for the like acoustic for like the social drink hour, and then like a full live band at the end. So good for you, it's man. Fun. It's gonna be good. like a keg party. <laughs> Come to my keg party with yeah. the ceremony. 
<laughs> Colorado had crazy keg parties. Keg stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we just hang out by the keg. $45 kegs of Keystone? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, dude, Keystone. that was the best, man. You get used to it after a of while. Of course. It becomes like your taste. You of know? course, yeah. That was the best. You get five bucks, boom. <laughs> Everybody throws in five, you got a keg for the night. It was awesome. <laughs> That's fun. We had to pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, cool. I mean, we covered a lot, dude. How, How much time? things. Uh, we did an hour and five. Oh, so wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, we're yeah. good then. Good enough? Yeah, we need to edit out some stuff. Well, I just need to hit record. So <laughs> that's most of what we're going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice run. Yeah. beautiful. <laughs> 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 uh, cool. All right, so who do we have next week? Uh, wait, uh, do you want to sign us off? Uh yeah, so thank you for listening to Granted Radio with uh, Jesse, Jesse Golic, Golic A W, <laughs> Jesse Golic. Thank you guys for having me. No, oh, yeah, thank you for yeah. coming coming up. Honor, yeah. Great voice, great songs. Actually, um, a great songwriter. Yeah, for our listeners, just make sure you look him up, Jesse J E S S E. Yep. And then Golic G G A W L I K. Yeah. So just, I mean, I can edit this out, but for, for this show, you want us to uh, promote. You the solo or uh, yeah, it'd be good to broken bring the stems. band in for like a separate one. Oh, okay, so yeah. so broken stems we're not gonna put the links or anything like that. Oh yeah. So yeah. you have your own social media. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so we can we can follow you on Twitter, follow yep. you on Facebook. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and, uh, Instagram, Instagram, yeah. Okay. Instagram and Facebook, I use mostly. Instagram and Facebook. All right, cool. 